You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Amanda Roscoe Mayo, and I'm here at Riot Fest with Elise, the one-woman indie rock powerhouse that is Pronoun. Hey, girl, hey. Hello. <laughs> I'm just going to conduct this entire interview with outdated memes. <laughs> That's fine. That's totally fine. Do, yeah. you have a, do you have a favorite? A favorite? It can't be current. <laughs> um... I don't know. No, I guess not. I, I, we do a lot of cartoon things where I'm like, why do we even have that lever? But like, that's from like movies. I don't know that much about meme culture, actually. I don't really either. I was kind of hoping you would. Oh, yeah, no, nothing. Literally nothing. I can't even think of one. Um, I guess, or like a GIF one, Homer going into the bushes is always great. So Classic, yeah. classic. <laughs> Well, how was it opening the first, the final day of Riot Fest? So cool. Very, like, nerve-wracking. Extremely hot. Um, but, yeah, once we were in it, I was like, this is cool. <laughs> awesome. There were people there, which was nice, because I was like, we're playing at noon on Sunday. It's like, everyone's at brunch, probably. So the fact people even showed up, I was like, sick. <laughs> Do punk rockers brunch? I've never thought about this before. Huh? Do punk rockers brunch? I've never thought about this before. I do. I mean, I live in Brooklyn, so it's all we do there is brunch and wear flannel. So, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, there was a ton of buzz around your first EP, There's No One New Around You, which um, for our listeners who don't swipe right and left is the message you receive on Tinder once you are out of matches. Uh, The EP came from Heartbreak and was written very quickly. Is this new record a totally different direction for you, or is it more of, like, the next chapter? It's definitely, like, the next chapter. It's both, I guess. I mean, it's the aftermath. It's kind of like a... The EP was kind of like a story, and it ends off with Snowed In, which is kind of getting a little angrier. Like, the beginning of the EP is, like, just, like, sad and, like, vulnerable and just, like still processing like what like a bad breakup or whatever and then the next chapter is more going into like the next step of a breakup that everyone like experiences where it's like wait screw you like you know what like i don't deserve that blah blah blah. so um but it is it's like i guess heavier compared to the old stuff i wouldn't call it heavy music but like running stuff like there's some live drums on some of the songs um there's more singing rather than whispering on some of them um it depends. I'm like super excited about it. It like is probably around gonna be around like 12 tracks, but it is kind of like the EP where it still is a story. Like everything goes in a row and like actually like tell starts telling the rest of the story. I guess so. Yeah, I'm super excited. Awesome. Yeah, and there have been two songs released. Do you have a date? Is it is it coming coming close? I think like aiming for it's just not done. I'm aiming for March now. She can't really put anything out in December because it's Christmas. And then you don't, don't want to make a Christmas album? I don't. Not yet. Not 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 yet. <laughs> I can't even finish this one. <laughs> but um, and I think that it's more of a summer. I always think of like music and seasons. Like I thought the EP was very wintry. It's like you're about to get cold and like hibernate and like feel feelings because you just are sitting in your apartment because it's freezing outside. Um, so this one I feel like is more like spring summery vibes. So I want to do that too. But also it's just like not completely done yet. So. I'm just working on finishing it off. But, yeah, hopefully March. We're going to be putting out a new song, I believe, in October. Um, Yeah. 
of information out there about the narrative of there's no one new around you, uh, your vulnerability surrounding that, how it was recorded in your bedroom. So I don't want to spend a lot of time on that because you've already explained so much of that in the world. But so I'm super interested to know like what something else is you might like to add to your dialogue as an artist in the world. Um, I think like the record after this one that's not out. It's also like I'm working on things in phases, so like I have like another album kind of done, ish not done, but like the writing's there and like it's like ten tracks and I'm gonna start working on finishing that up after I finish this one. But that's more like issues that I have like with myself, um, kind of like getting over whatever was bothering you and then looking in the mirror and being like, whoa, I was so distracted, I didn't realize like what I what I haven't thought about how I can be a better person like and what I what I don't like about myself and what I can do to be better so that's gonna be the, the record after that the next one after that's just gonna be about how I hate like the business I love and hate the music business I work in business like I work um, in distribution I manage indie labels and I love my job um, and there's just like a lot of other like major labels and industry things that I like really bug me and so I, I think that will be the third record that I'll be touching on I guess it's still like not really grazing the surface of actual issues in the world, but I mean it's a little meta, but you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, write about things that make you angry. First it was my ex, then it's me, and now it's the music industry. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I mean, speaking of that, I guess maybe this is re in response to you hating the music industry, I don't know, but you started your own label, yes. so that's super awesome. So tell me about that decision and why you're passionate about running your own label. Yeah, I mean, I because I've been managing labels for a while now, by day anyway, um, and then I just came across some artists that I really loved that, you know, they were investing their own money and stuff, but they didn't really know where to put it, and I had that kind of business experience being like I know where we can put it and I'd love to like help out with it and like I don't have any money like I can't give you money but like I can help you take the money that you have and organize it and try to make sure everyone's doing everything they can to make it successful so it started off like that but it's been going really well I mean I have like four artists on it I have like a distribution leg of it too that's like very like hands-off but I still help put it out there and like consult but you don't have to like pay me he would always like be like, "Oh, can we pay you? Like, I'll, I'll go like take you out to drinks, pay you to like ask you questions." And I'm like, "I just can't take money for like me giving my opinion on something. I just can't. I feel like it's weird. Like, I'd rather just help out. And if you make money, I make money. And if we don't make money, then we both don't make money together. So, um, but it's been really, really great. And um, just had the Henry Nowhere EP come out on it this past Friday, which is doing really well. Charles Bonney EP. Kate Francis is going to do his second record. Um, that's coming up, and then. Yeah, I mean, it's just super, I, it's just fun to, like, help people and get hands-on experience and be like, you know what, T challenge accepted. Not many people like to accept challenges right now in the music industry, which, yes, again, is like, so I'm like, you know what, I'll take it. No one else wants it. I want to help them, and then you'll come chasing after them afterwards. So, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So what do you look for when you are, like, looking to sign bands or is it more of like an organic you just meet people yeah. and it happens that way it's definitely kind of organic like very passive like I mean I started it for Charles Fauna who I found on my Discover Weekly playlist on Spotify like three two years ago and he happened to live in Brooklyn he's like one of my best friends now like we're, he hangs out with my friends all the time like we're all friends and they're always like how did you meet Charlie again I'm like Spotify and they're like oh my god I can't believe it because he's always with us now and they forget like oh wait you literally found him online um 
Henry Nowhere Jackson from Daywave sent to me because Henry Nowhere plays um, bass for Daywave. Um, and we went to school together, and he had seen on Facebook that I was doing that. And he's like, oh, I, my bass is doing something. It's either like word of mouth or like I'll passively discover something and be like, oh, I think I could be helpful here. And like, yeah. <laughs> the internet's an amazing place, yeah. isn't it? Yep. <laughs> it really is. All right. Well, if you could match on Tinder with any musician, who would it be? And it could be for romantic purposes or it could be for collaboration purposes. Boy, I don't even know. I've like learned by now, like never meet your heroes at this point. Um, not all of them are bad. No, no, they're not even bad. It's mostly like me. Like I just like make a fool of myself. I'm like, cool. And then they like staring at me like, yeah. And I'm like, derp a derp and I'm like oh that went horribly like way to blow it um no true, they're all great <laughs> true story I almost ran into a tree after seeing Justin Vernon backstage at Eau Claire oh a few years God. ago that's amazing <laughs> yeah I've met Julian Baker like four times at this point I'm like I was um backstage at a festival that she was at that she was playing like a couple weeks ago I'm like just go say hi I'm like you know what I already have I'm just gonna let it be like you know it, it just never goes well for me I just never know what to say I'm just gonna be a spectator. So I don't know who I would match with. Um, How about this? Who would you write a song for? Ugh, I don't know about that either. I can't even imagine writing songs for other people. Like, so I know so many songwriters that literally that's what they do. And, like, like the whole concept of, like, a publishing company and, like, shopping songs around to artists, like, is very profitable. I'm like, I don't even understand. Like, it's so personal to me. I can't imagine just writing songs for other people. Um... It's okay. I guess a duet. I would love. I would love to like do a duet with like. I don't know. I guess like the Japanese house. <laughs> She's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One fun question. Um, what's your go-to dance move when you're at a show? Oh, uh, I don't dance. Just stand there. Yeah, I don't like fun. I always tell people I don't like fun things. If you think of something fun, I definitely don't do it. It's like. Don't watch TV. I honestly don't like going to concerts. I like live music, but I get overwhelmed by crowds really easily. Um, I, so that's why like this is great because we can just like go to the press area or I can go to the artist area and just like chill. Um, wait, what was the question? What's your favorite dance move? Oh, I mean, I guess I like learned that floss thing. So I, I'm I, the backpack kid. Yeah, I can like only do that like when I'm like drunk though, and I'm like, all right. It's so hard. Yeah, it is hard. Like, the last tour we did was with like Citizen and Basement. I think it was the Citizen guy. A bunch of them were just really good at it and stuff, and so we all started like trying to learn. I think we kind of got it, but once you get it, it's like, oh, but you can easily lose it and have to relearn it, so, yeah. Yeah, I always lose it before I even start it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, is there anything you would like to add or say to the good folks of Chicago? Uh, I mean, we're coming back here on November 1st. We're playing Lincoln Hall with Justin Courtney Pierre. So I'm super excited about that. Um, that's it. New music coming soon. Not to be that person. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for chatting with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. This has been Amanda Rascomayo for Chirp Radio with Elise of Pronoun.
You can find this and other interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.